Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome, everyone, to the house of the Lord this morning. Welcome, everyone, to watching by the live stream. So thankful for you to be joining us here at Christ Family Church. Truly believe and be blessed to be in the house of the Lord today and receiving His Word. Glory to the name of the Lord. want to uh, direct our attention to the uh, our opening text this morning. Praise the Lord. Opening text is 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Praise the Lord. Glory to the name of the Lord. It's bright and sunny outside today. The rain has finally passed. So thankful of that. So uh, later on you can get some vitamin, T, some vitamin D you've been missing. Praise the Lord. You need that some vitamin D too. But Scripture reads like this. Says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Therefore, if anyone is, is in Christ, if anyone is in Christ, as in Christ Jesus, not if anyone is in Muhammad, not if anyone is in Buddha or any other God, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things, A-double-L, all things have become new. Glory to the name of the Lord. Let's go in prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the time that we've had thus far in your presence. And now, Lord, as we read your word, I ask, Lord, for you to use me as you see fit, Lord Jesus. I am your willing vessel this day. Let the word go forth, Lord, for your good people. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say, Amen, Amen. You may be seated. For the next little bit, I want to talk to you uh, just a little bit on a subject, Our Supreme Hope. Our Supreme Hope. And here it is, just the beginning of uh, 2020. And uh, already, uh, being that it's January the 5th, I'm sure a lot of resolutions have already fell by the wayside just in a few short days. But with the new year comes a renewed hope for a lot of things. And uh, so that's what a lot draws a lot of people's attention to a new hope. And uh, Merriam-Webster defines hope to cherish a desire with anticipation or to desire with expectation of an obtainment of for, or fulfillment. Glory to the name of the Lord. So this new year, like I said, many people's attention is directed to hope. And after I heard about the game last night, a lot of people's hoping uh, in the Titans to keep going on. Uh, they truly uh, made a big statement yesterday by beating the Patriots uh, and knocking them out of it. Now, uh, the miracles happen, amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And so um, there's a hope there, you know, for all the football fans. Any sports uh, that anyone uh, has a desire to see, their favorite team, go ahead. Now, I'm sure all the Patriots are not fans are not very happy, but there's a hope that the Titans will go on. Not only that, there's hope for uh, everyone who's made a resolution uh, that, had, that wants to be have a positive outlook for this year. Maybe some things didn't go exactly quite how they wanted it to in 2019, so they, they got a better hope for 2020, and there's nothing wrong with that. This year happens to be uh, the start of a new decade, and it's also going to be an election year. 
Now, of course, y'all know around here we don't, uh, we don't speak of or tell everybody how to vote. All we tell you to do is follow the Word of God in your decision on who you vote for when that day comes in January. But there's a hope there that as this year transpires and all the different debates go forth, people are going to start backing up and volunteering for the, uh, the person whom they desire to be our next president. They'll work on the campaign because they have a hope, they have an expectation that go forth and they want to see that to fulfillment praise the lord and there's many different areas of hope that people look for uh for this coming year now uh this year what kind of uh was directed me this week as i was praying and all it started off with the first day of the year did anybody watch the the uh rose parade that uh, was on new year's day did anybody happen to watch that uh, every now and again we do. I happened to watch it this year and found out by watching that their theme was the power of hope. But watching that, they talked a little bit more about it. And uh, this year, the year 20 and 20, has been 400 years since the Mayflower set sail from England to head toward America. And I wrote some, I wrote some information down to give you about uh, the, this uh, Mayflower, Mayflower passage. It's in the summer of the year 1620, some 400 years ago, an English ship carrying 102 passengers known as pilgrims left England on a voyage that would bring them to a new land and a hope of a future that they could be free from the religious persecution that they were facing. This ship was known as the Mayflower. The passengers and crew were delayed a total of about three months while repairs were made to an accompanying ship called the Speedwell. That came from Holland. They had made the, uh, the Mayflower had already left and made its partial way down, and they, they stopped and waited for another ship to join them called the Speedwell. But as they both uh, left there and began their journey, the speedwell uh, sprung leaks. And so they had to stop again because of the leaks that were sprung. And this happened again a second time. After they made some repairs and left, it sprang another leak. And so at this time, they had to make the decision to uh, combine the passengers and crew, the ones that wanted to continue on and leave that Speedwell ship behind. And so the Mayflower was there by itself coming to America. And finally, in early September, with supplies and food getting very low, they were forced to combine the passengers and go on and leave the Speedwell behind. Now, the Mayflower had more people than originally planned. They actually started out with about 65 people when they first originally left. Once they uh, gathered the other folks from the Speedwell, it came to 102. The space each person was said to have had was not much bigger than a single bed, just like a full bed that you may that you know the size of that. It's very limited and small space. And the, uh, besides that, the ceiling on the deck for where they stayed was only five feet tall. They, that's what it said. It was only five feet. Now, that's very tight spaces. Anybody over five feet would not have been able to stand up in that space. This miserable passage was finally over in November, on November the 9th of 1620, a little farther north than they had anticipated at present-day Cape Cod. With winter setting in, they were forced to stay on board the Mayflower, suffering an outbreak of scurvy, pneumonia and tuberculosis in this scurvy uh which onset was is, is a lack of vitamin c because of uh, they didn't have the fresh fruits and vegetables as much as they needed to keep that vitamin c up that's what brought on this scurvy but after the winter 
and only three, 53 passengers remained on, and half of the crew died as well. On March the 21st of 1621, they disembarked the Mayflower to build huts. This was, this was what the start of their hope and desire to survive in an unknown land. And in, uh, in, when I was uh, looking this up too, I, I read where a full-scale replica of the Mayflower supposed to be built by, uh, by Harwich Mayflower Heritage Center in England. They're hoping to do that this year for the 400-year celebration. But they went through these things. They went through uh, the scurvy, pneumonia, and all the disease. They had a hope. They had something to look forward to that when they got to America that they could have some freedoms that, that they didn't have over in England. There was a desire to see it to come to pass there. And I want to reread our opening text in the Amplified Version this morning talking about our supreme hope. What kind of hope do we have for our future? What kind of hope do we have for our spiritual future? In the Amplified Version, therefore, if anyone is in Christ that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, new things have become because spiritual awakening brings a new life. Aren't you thankful for that new life that you have this morning for the bo- being born again? Now, when we think about the new life and, and born again, I think about a newborn babe, and we're getting ready to have a baby dedication here today. And so, you know, as, as you have a young baby, uh, the parents have a hope when that baby is born. There's a new life there. You have so many visions and dreams and a hope for that child to see them grow up. One of the hopes that you have is graduating high school. And me and Michelle had this hope for Chloe as uh, we watched her grow up and to graduate high school. We had that hope all through that time. Once she graduated high school, that that hope was completed. It was fulfilled because she had made that accomplishment. And we had those things for the the newborn babies, and we watched that grow up. But our supreme hope in being born again experience is that, number one, we will not come into judgment and condemnation. Scripture says it is appointed for man wants to die, and after this, the judgment. Glory to the name of the Lord. In John 5, and 20, beginning in verse 24, Jesus says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Most assuredly, I say to you, The hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself and has given him authority to execute judgment also because he is the Son of Man. Jesus says, Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which... All who are in the graves will hear his voice. All the people who have already passed on all the grave sites all over the world, whether they're in land or sea, they will hear his voice and come forth, he says, those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. 
That is, that is our hope and our, re, our born-again experience with Jesus today is that we will not have to face this condemnation that, that is that going to be for the ones who've created, committed evil. We have that hope that He has promised us, like it said in verse 24, to give us an everlasting life and not come to the judgment. I'm so thankful for that today. I have that supreme hope that I don't have to go through that terrible judgment that I know one day is going to come to pass because as sure as every man, woman, boy, and girl is ever born on this earth, there will come a day where you will pass away. And after you pass away, however long God decides for it to be until Jesus comes again, there at that time when He comes again is going to be that judgment. But we can have a supreme hope today that when we go to sleep, then when we go to sleep in Jesus, He will bring us to an everlasting life. Glory to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. When we get to heaven, it's not going to be like it is down here. All this pain and struggle and strife and, and heartache that we go through, all these sicknesses that we continue to have, it's not going to be that way up there. We have a supreme hope that life up there is not going to be the way it is down here. And I'm so thankful for that today. In Revelations 21, we, hear, we read about that. Praise the Lord. Revelations 21, beginning at 3. I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no sorrow, no crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Aren't you thankful for that today? Glory to the name of the Lord. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Everybody's looking for a word that's true and faithful, something that they can put their hope in today, something that they can look forward to. Glory to the name of the Lord. These words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. Are you thirsting after it this morning? Are you, are you wondering where that thirst, where that kind of that, that missing place is in your life? If you've not been born again, if you've not given Jesus your heart, if you're, if you're feeling that thirst of something that you have not yet obtained, you can have that fountain of the water of life that's freely given to you by Jesus. Glory to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Verse 7 reads, He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Glory to the name of the Lord. He who overcomes. That makes me want to overcome today. That makes me want to endure each and every trial I'm ever going to have to go through. It makes me want to endure all things because I believe in the word. I believe in what he says. The words are true and faithful, and I believe it this morning that it will come to pass. But this morning, you might. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Do you believe that J Jesus was really raised from the dead? Do you really believe that this morning, that He was raised from the dead like the Bible says? Let's look at Romans 8 and 11 this morning. If you believe that, if you believe that Jesus was a man that walked the earth for 33 and a half years, and you believe He was raised from the dead, let's look at what Romans 8 and 11 says. But if the Spirit of Him 
who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Now, remember, we're talking about a supreme hope. You can have a supreme hope in where you will spend eternity today. Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, that the third day when He arose, is the same Spirit that when it, you are born again, it dwells in you, is going to raise you from the dead. That, that Spirit is going to recognize one another and it's going to be calling you to glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to the name of the Lord. I'm so thankful for that today. That is a supreme hope that we have in Jesus today, that we know where we will spend eternity when that time comes. Because as sure as I'm standing here this morning, there will come a day when our life will be no more. We will pass on and we will go to sleep, but we will, we will be raised again. And it, it determines on what your election in this life is before you go to sleep, what your choice is if you believe the words of Jesus or not, that is your only hope. That is your supreme hope. That is your only guarantee of where you will spend eternity. Don't ever uh, take for granted your opportunity to, to when you hear the word of God and accept Jesus. If you're this morning that you still have questions and you still have doubts, I ask you just Tell you, ask, ask the Lord, Lord, open my heart even more. Lord, I know I've said before that I don't believe in you. I know I've said I just don't understand all of this. But open your heart to the Lord and ask him to show you the way. Ask him to open your eyes so that you can see. Glory to the name of the Lord. And some people want uh, just hardcore proof and evidence. And they want some kind of guarantee uh, this morning. Second Corinthians 5 and 5. Uh, the scripture says that very thing about your guarantee glory to the name of the lord if you want a guarantee just like we've seen guarantees on uh, uh products that we buy or you get you get a warranty from your car you know we still got a warranty on ours where we just had got it not long ago uh if anything happens to it they guarantee to take care of it as long as it's uh, within a certain amount of mileage and all there's a guarantee there it gives it gives you a hope that hey if something happens i can get it taken care of right well uh jesus has given you a guarantee this morning that w- what his word is true and you can have a supreme hope Chapter 5 of 2 Corinthians and verse 5. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. This morning, that Holy Ghost is your guarantee. When you when you are born again, you've repented, you got baptized, and you didn't stop there, and you went on to receive the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, that become your guarantee. That become your direct witness from Jesus that His Spirit and your Spirit is going to communicate. Woo! Glory to God. Those spirits are going to communicate when a time comes, and you are going to be in glory with Him. That is a promise of supreme hope that you can have this morning. Yes, glory to the Lord. Pastor, you can come on back up and get a song ready. This morning, uh, I knew we had the uh, uh, baby dedication, so I didn't want to hold you long, but I did want to give you this word that I really felt in my heart this morning. Just like we talked about with the uh, the, the pilgrims or the Puritans that they were, uh, what they were, when they come across... It, it ain't like it is nowadays. They, could, they couldn't see this land. They didn't know what they were getting into. 
And really and truly, it's kind of the same way with us in our walk with Jesus a lot of times. We don't know and see what we're getting into. What We aren't promised a life of roses after we're born again. We still got to go through things. We're not perfect. We mess up. But we have that supreme hope this morning that when we do, that our, that, that spirit will take care of that. And we just ask Jesus for forgiveness for these things. And we're once again renewed in that, uh, that supreme hope that we have. And I want each and every one of us to always hold fast to that. Brother Bobby, uh, I think it was Brother Bobby this morning said in Sunday school, that a lot of times when people give up or they decide to quit in something, I think you mentioned the military, that it starts right up here in our mind. It starts right up here in the mind. When you give up right up here in your mind, then you've given up on your hope and your dream. And don't ever give up. No matter what battle you face, no matter what you go through, you have a supreme hope in Jesus. Everything else can crumble around you, but you hold on to that hope that you know you have. You have that guarantee and you have the Holy Ghost. Amen. Glory to the name of the Lord. Let's all stand together right now.